All right, Quintus Curtius here, and we are back with another podcast. And this podcast is going to be me answering a question from a reader who sent an email a few days ago with a good question. And I'm going to call this podcast, (laughs) Should I Stay or Should I Go? And you'll see what I mean by that as I go through his his question. And the, the gist of what I'm going to tell him is that um, if he stays, there will be trouble. But if he, <laughs> if he goes, there will be double. No, just kidding. Um, no, it's a, he basically has a question about what he should do at this point in his life. And the response that I'm going to give in a roundabout way will be basically, look, you have to just make the call yourself, try to analyze the factors and make the best decision you can make. And he already knows this, but sometimes guys just want to hear it talked out. They want to hear someone talk. They want to hear it. So let's do that. Let's read his question and um, then discuss what his question is. He says, hello, Quintus. Um, I've been listening to your podcast on SoundCloud for two years now, and I love it. The episode on the ethics of survival is really great. And the episode named The King Likes Only Empty Words is pure gold. And the one named Six Points about balancing passion and practicality truly helped me find my path in higher education, especially point number four in which you talked about the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm glad you found some value in those uh, those podcasts. All right. He says, I was hoping to get your thoughts on an issue. I am from the Middle East and I am 20 years old. I am currently studying industrial engineering and I wish to study abroad in the United States and get a PhD at a university in the USA. The only issue is that my parents do not want me to go to America. They want me to stay here and study medicine or be a doctor or a dentist. And every time I mention immigrating to the U.S., My parents tell me that if I stay here, I will have a much more comfortable life and living in the USA is much harder. And, uh, you know, being a doctor here is much better than being an engineer in the USA. No matter how many times I talk to them, they keep saying the situation in the Middle East, um, you know, will get better over time, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, he's conflicted. He says his final words are, what should I do? Should I just buy a plane ticket and leave without them? Or should I try to convince them somehow? I love my family, but I know that fighting in this region will not stop anytime soon, and I want to study and work as an engineer in America. In a situation like this, one has to choose between family and loved ones or living in a better country and a higher quality of life. What is the right choice? All right, should I stay here or move to a different country? Okay, also as an American, what is your opinion on living in America? Is USA really a land of opportunity? All right, so he's got a lot of questions in here. And if you if you notice, if you listen to the reading of his email, you'll notice he, in many ways, see, when you, when you get these questions, you have to listen to what people are t- telling you. You have to listen. You have to listen to them. You have to read, you have to hear not only what is said, but what is implied, okay? And maybe, I don't know, maybe 20 years of listening to clients come into my office, I've developed very, very acute senses to this sort of thing. He's already made up his decision. He already knows. He wants, what he's asking is not what he should do. He wants me to help him craft rationalizations and mental 
justifications for his decision, which is fine. I'm more than happy to, to do that to an extent. That's fine. So already this is a guy who's, very, who's maybe more strong-willed, more decisive than he thinks he is. All right, he's 20 years old. He's made up his mind. But, you know, and this is a cultural thing. Middle Eastern families can be very overbearing. They can be very dominating because you not only have to listen to the mother and father, but you've got uncles and aunts and cousins, grandmothers. And every, every single one of them is offering their two cents. It can be very, very overwhelming. It can be very overwhelming. So uh, trust me, I, I, I feel for this guy. I know he's uh, going through a lot here and he's... He's uh, got some difficult questions here. And you know, it's funny that this is kind of a, in some ways, a very relevant question because I'm, I'm right now listening to a, an autobiography, not a, I'm listening, I'm listening to a biography of Benjamin Franklin by Walter Isaacson. And it's a very good, uh, he's, this is a biography. He's written several other books about other famous figures. I've, I've, I've read his biography of uh, Albert Einstein and someone else who I can't remember, one of his other, he's written a couple of biographies. I've, I've read two of them, two or three of them. He's very good, very good biographer. But uh, Benjamin Franklin had to pack up when he was a teenager and leave Boston to go to Philadelphia because, frankly, the, the environment in Boston was not to his liking. He was not getting along with his brother James. His brother was overbearing and was domineering, and there had been some problems with the printing press that they were, the, the newspaper they were making there, the New England Current. Uh, James had been jailed for, uh, for some, uh, you know, printing things without the authorization of the authorities, which in those days was not allowed. Anyway, so uh, Franklin, Benjamin Franklin had to move from Boston to Philadelphia with only a few shillings in his pocket. Now, obviously, things were different back then, but the point is, sometimes if you're a young man in the world and you are trying to make your fortune, it still is true. I still do believe, I still do believe that it is generally a better thing for someone to pick up his bags and to move away from where he grew up because you are going to truly become a man that way. That's how you will do it. Whether you win or whether you, whether you succeed or you, whether you don't succeed, you will still win. Even by failing, you will succeed because you will have shown that you have guts. You will have shown that you have balls. You will have shown that you have the desire and the, and the discipline and the will and the, and the tenacity to get out there and do what very few really are capable of doing. So I will never, ever hold it against a man or a woman uh, who decides to pick up and leave and start a new life somewhere. So... You know, in the questions that he's asking these questions in here about, you know, his family is saying that the, the political situation is going to get better. Uh, he thinks it's not going to get better. My, my feeling is this. My response to that is this. You can't predict what the political climate is going to be like. Neither you nor I nor, nor anybody else nor the, uh, you know, uh, the gods on Mount Olympus can predict what the political or economic or military climate is going to be like. You can't base your decision on that. You don't know. We found out in 2020 that out of nowhere, your world can be ripped out from under you. So don't try to analyze the dimensions of the, the politics and the wars and the bombs and the, and the dictators and this and that and the other thing. You're never going to figure that out. Don't base your decision on that. Okay. Don't base your decision on, on that unless unless you literally are being chased 
out of the country with uh, at, at the point of a bayonet, that's not something that should factor into your decision. What should factor into your decision is what do you what does your soul tell you to do? What do you really want to do? What do you want to do? And clearly, you want to seek your fortune in foreign lands. And I think that's a very admirable goal. You will learn so much by doing that. What you, what this guy is really afraid of, or what he's really concerned with, he wants to. He doesn't want to have hard feelings with his family members. He doesn't want to leave on bad terms. He wants to avoid acrimony. He wants to avoid uh, uncomfortable situations. And frankly, he, you know, he may he, he he wants to be able to have, you know, the emotional and financial support. But this is what I will say. Uh, your parents are always going to love you. Uh, don't, don't uh, give people a little bit more credit than than uh, than you might at first uh, at first hand. Give people a little bit of credit. No one is going to uh, hold it against you or disown you because you went to the USA to study. All right. Yeah, they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be maybe. Uh, they're probably going to try to sow all sorts of doubts in your mind, and, and you're not going to get that unqualified, unconditional send-off that you might like. But that's the price you pay, man. That's the price you pay. Now, obviously, having said all that, I think you do need to do some sort of basic financial analysis here. I mean, hopefully, uh, you're either going to be getting a maybe financial aid or maybe your family can afford to pay the tuition or whatever that's that's up to you that's your that's your job to figure that out but i don't believe that um, you should do something that's completely going to ruin your fi family financially okay if you can afford it fine if not then don't but uh if you can afford it and or even if you can just barely afford it i i, I think there's nothing wrong with in fact i think it's a good thing i, I think that um Despite all the bullshit and despite all of the problems, I think that the U.S. is still the best place for a foreign student to study in, in general, and uh, that's just what I think. I, I I just don't I don't see other countries having the um, the welcoming culture and the the degree of freedom that you're going to get as a student in the U.S.A. That's still true. Now there are, there there are some that may differ with me on this that may say you're you're wrong you don't know what you're talking about blah 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 and that's fine everyone brings their own frame of reference to the table but i just happen to think that if you find the right city the right circumstances the colleges here are much easier to get into i think that they're uh they're uh you will improve your your cosmopolitan your international skills your English skills will improve. Your, it's just, it, it, it will lead you to other opportunities. So, but I, I don't think you should just buy a plane ticket and take off. I don't, that's not what a man does. I think you should explain. I, I think that the right course of action is to, once you come up, once you come to a decision, you should sit your mother and father down or whoever it is and say, look, this is what I've decided to do. I would like your blessing to do this. I hope, I hope I will have it. And I think most of the time, you know, nine times out of ten, you will find if if you approach it in a mature, intelligent way, then your parents will respond. Okay, people respond to maturity. Trust begets trust. Trust them enough. Instead of thinking whether they should trust you, you should you should trust them. Trust them enough with the information. Be honest with them. Don't lie to people. Be honest with them. Say, look, I've thought it out. 
this is what I want to do. I've done the analysis. This is where I'd like to go. I want to go to this city in wherever, in whatever state it is, you know, the Northeast, South, uh, Southwest, Northwest, wherever, mid Midwest. And explain yourself, advocate for yourself. If you can if you can propose a course of action that was arrived at through intelligent and rational thought, then no one can blame you for that. And even if later you turn out to be wrong or your decision turns out not to have been the right one, at least you will have that satisfaction of knowing that you made your decision based on the best information that you were aware of at that time. So think about that. Think about that. Okay. It's only when you fly off the handle and do something crazy and irrational and ill-considered that you will regret it later. So those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. I think you should take those things under advisement. You know, do your research uh, and make a rational decision based on the best information that you have. And I, I still do think that it's a it's a good idea. I think studying in, in the U.S. or Europe or Australia is, is a is a, a great choice. And I think you should do that. Now, uh, you also ask, you know, what's my opinion of living in the USA? Is the USA really a land of opportunity? Well, look, I mean, that's, you know, that's a hard question to answer. For some people it is, for some people it is not. One thing I, I do know that um, you're, you'll, you'll very quickly learn that America is not, um, uh, you know, I, I have relatives who came here as immigrants and they will be the first to tell you that uh, the, the the road, you know, before they came here, they said, "Oh, I was always thought that the road and the roads were paved with gold, and I'd be I'd be on, I'd be, uh, you know, uh, people would welcome me with open arms." And I got here, and I'm working I'm working in a slaughterhouse, or I'm driving a truck, and I'm working my ass off, and nobody gives a shit about me. And you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. When you come to a well, first of all, I was there's a difference between coming to a country as a student and you're staying for a only a certain amount of time and actually coming to the, to a country to emigrate and to live there permanently. Okay. I, I don't know. It doesn't, from your email, it doesn't look like you intend right now to stay here permanently. If you're just coming as a student, you don't have to worry about a lot of that stuff. Okay. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, you, if you're a student, you're going to be living in a very um, protected environment and you're not really going to have to deal with the stresses of earning a living. Now, if you do decide to emigrate here, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to be competing with a million other people and it's it's going to be difficult. But but you know what? My answer to that is, where the hell in the world is it easy these days? You show me where, where what country is easy? Every, every place is hard now. I mean, Christ, uh, look, look at Europe, look at, uh, look at, uh, uh, Europe or, or Asia or the Middle East or the or uh, you know uh, Oceania or the North or South America every place is hard there's just a lot more competition now there's a lot more people everybody is trying to get a piece of the pie and you're going to have to accept that but that's when you have to say to yourself you know what I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way I'm gonna do what I need to do I'm gonna be all right you have to have confidence and I think you do have that confidence. I think if you're a if you're only 20 years old and you already have a inclination as to what you want to do, then obviously you've thought about this. I think really what you need to overcome here is your your hesitation and your doubts. And you know what, man? Let me just tell you, you're always going to have hesitations and doubts. 
There will always be hesitations and doubts. Don't think that any major decision that you make in life is going to be written on the wall and you're going to know immediately what the right thing to do was. You're never going to know. Whenever you make big decisions, you're only going to really be leaping into the dark in some ways. You have to go with what you know. In life, you're going to find out that um, uh, trade-offs are just as important as solutions. Every decision you make has trade-offs. Some things will be, will be better than others. Some things will not be better than others. And you just have to basically make the decisions that you need to make at, at, at that time and just do the best you can. So there's no, you know, don't, don't think that, don't think that every decision you make, you're going to know, uh, uh, you're going to have some inner voice telling you what to do. And so you're always going to have doubts. You know, you have to try to pick the one that you think has the least negative consequences or the one that you instinctively feel is the right one to do and then adjust as you go because um, uh, every decision, every major decision in life is attended by major doubts and hesitations and second guesses. And anyone that tells you otherwise is probably looking back with a skewed perspective. Let's put it that way. Because I think if people are really honest with you, they will tell you that they had to just, in many ways, leap into the dark. Maybe that's overstating it. Maybe not. You're not totally leaping into the dark, but you're you're leaping into the dusk. All right. You're leaping into areas that are not fully lit, and you will have to figure it out as you go. But that's what life is all about. Life is about getting out there, doing the best you can with the tools you have, and then uh, scrambling and readjusting as need be to get back on track. All right. So there it is. Those are my thoughts. And until next time, keep the morale up. We'll talk soon and out.